You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. My fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. And another national nightmare begins. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and at least part of the Radio TFI streaming network as soon as I can get everything else hooked up here in the next 30 seconds or so. From the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there in Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI uh, executive tower where it seems like the, uh, the squirrels have not been fed yet and the wheels are not turning as fast as they need to turn. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. John, you can now stream out to the uh, radio land. Uh, and uh, good morning, kids and kittens. Hope you've had a fantastic week. The problem is on my side, so if everyone will excuse me, John's going to take over here for a few minutes while I shut down the studio and basically chase out Uh-oh. all the squirrels. Uh-oh. John? <laughs> oh. Well, it, well we, we do have a, a, a fairly decent-sized show planned for you when Ed comes back today. Got a couple of things going today, a couple of things on the uh, old agenda, if you will. Uh, of course, we can't go too far without talking about the uh, the case with the uh, school shooting in Detroit and the fact that the uh, 15-year-old perpetrator, now his uh, parents are also going to be indicted with this. So we're going to wait and see how that all falls uh, together. But it also, it brings up the question again, as far as responsible gun ownership. And we're going to have a clip a little bit later on from the politics girl one of my favorite, uh, on uh, gun responsibility. She makes some very valid points in there. Uh, we got uh, we got other things uh, going on, too. We've got the, um, of course, you know that the uh, Omicron variant is uh, alive and well here with the COVID. Uh, what it looks like, and I don't know, I'd, I'd love to get, I'd love to get your feedback on this as well. But what it's beginning to look like is that it, yes, it is springing on people, but it doesn't look like it is um, having that serious of an effect on people who are uh, vaccinated. So we'll, uh, 
we'll have to see how that all uh, uh, shakes out here, folks. I'm uh, I'm uh, really uh, it'd be really nice if this was something that wasn't uh, uh, that wasn't horribly uh, serious as far as uh, um, as far as these variants go. But it is showing one of the things. And that needs to be addressed. And that is, is while we're getting our boosters and God knows we'll probably be getting another booster here in another six months. Chances are pretty, maybe pretty good that we're going to wind up getting another booster. And yet there are places in this world. Uh, Southern Africa is one of them where there is, uh, they're still waiting to get their first shot. So, and so you're wondering how a, how a uh, virus can run wild and free in a uh, certain sector of the world. Well, there you go. You, you don't have to go any further than uh, looking at Africa, where it looks uh, there there are a ton of people there that are waiting to get their first shot. So, uh, Ed, do I hear you back here? You do. And what are you discovering here, my friend? Uh, we'll just continue on with the show, and we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I don't know how much she's <laughs> okay. Um, one of the things that uh, I, I don't know if you uh, if you caught was uh, the, we were going to we were talking a little bit about the Omicron variant here of the uh, coronavirus, and how it seems at least like the, that. People who are uh, getting it here, and there been there's a um, there's been a um, report here in a uh, couple of them here in Minnesota, a couple in Wisconsin, uh, where yeah they've 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 got the they've got the virus, but it's the symptoms at least for the people that who are vaccinated. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's all that bad, you know, maybe a little bit serious, more serious than a common cold. Right. So, that's, right. That's, that's what I've heard is that the, the symptoms are relatively mild and, mm -hmm. um, but it's much more contagious. That's, it is. Uh, that's, that's where I, where I am right now. And yeah. again, mm -hmm. my apologies, ladies and gentlemen, the, Executive Tower, what with all the construction, uh, things get a little out of whack here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I was not listening. I was uh, chasing squirrels, so. <laughs> and we thank you for sneaking. We thank Shaletta for uh, sneaking away from church to give us a listen here. Yes, I am no broadcasting. Did, 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 did you bring those squirrels with you, Shaletta? Is that why I was having problems? Why you? Why? Why wanna... <laughs> I want pancakes, not squirrels. Pancakes, not squirrels. Well, you have to. But, she's giving you something, Andy. You have to. You have to take it in I small, suppose. small portions here. It's yes, a, I don't know if you heard or not, there, Ed. But yes, I converted this for this week to. The, I did hear that to the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio. If you look at if you're just looking for something funny, looking for something informative, looking to get a little enlightenment enlightenment here, check out. Well, if you, and if you're here, you're at the wrong place. 
You're absolutely right there. Uh, check out ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. I think that you will find uh, you will find your share of enlightenment. You will find your share of laughs, and um, and it's true. It, 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 just like her Twitter handle, Shaletta makes me laugh. It, uh, she, it, she is she's very hilarious to listen to. Yet very informative. You sit there laughing your ass off and realize that. You're actually learning something. How about that? And and uh, she doesn't have squirrels running around her studio either. To you, to your knowledge. To my knowledge, this is true. Why? Because she brought them all over here. That's why I'm on to you, Missy. I am on to you. Hey, I don't want to disappoint anybody, uh, and I know we had a good show, but fear not. Fear not. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Shaletta is Funny. Overclose the week at $35.85, down $4.67. Lift close the week at $39.47, down $2.93. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Thanks, Shaletta. <laughs> so now I'm, I am very guilty of, of not completely reading this all the way through. I... Believe it or not, I've been a little busy. But uh, uh, anyways, it looks like Uber is going to pay $9 million to settle a complaint over its sexual assault and harassment reporting in California. Uh, the, the California Public Utilities Com Commission had told Uber to hand over information about its assault and harassments, but it didn't do so. Shocking. At the time, Uber had argued it would be a shocking violation of privacy for victims. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> the payment reduced from an initial $59 million fine will help fund passenger safety promotion, CPUC says. So there, yeah. you, there you go. Shocking. There shocking. What's really shocking is Uber has agreed to pay anything. Now, the next shocking part will be if they actually pay anything. Well, there you go. Don't there count you on go. that, kids. You'll uh, you'll uh, you'll lose a lot of sleep. Uh, so uh, I was only half listening to the market report. So did you say that both Uber and Lyft are down again? Both are down again. Good news for. Those of us who live the great, kind lives that we live. And uh, anything else I can get away with saying here that's factually inaccurate. But yeah, no, no, they're uh, they're 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 kicking up steam, moving downhill. It's uh, gravity. It's the law. It's just going to keep going down and down and down. They'll probably have a couple of up upsides here, but uh, no, 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 they're. Uh, that ganga bias. Well, you, you know, people are probably still buying their stocks, and well, I'm, I'm sure because now they're looking at, at they're looking at uh, getting into it while it's down, hoping that somewhere, somehow, some way, it'll it'll prop itself back up. I think that was um, a song in some musical. Somehow, some way, uh, it possibly could have been. I don't know. Sometimes musical. Gershwin. Speaking Gersh of musical, Gershwin. Speaking of musicals, apropos of nothing, I watched Annie live last night. Well, it wasn't live when I watched it. 
uh, I recorded it. Mm -hmm. And the little girl was good. Harry Connick was okay. I mean, Harry Connick's a talented man. He he can do much more than I can. Uh, Overall, it was an eh production. And I've seen... I've seen the original Broadway, and I do mean the original Broadway production. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you've spent your whole, you know, you spent the greater part of your young life there on Broadway. Yes, yes. And it took them years to finally get rid of me, and lo and behold, they did. But, uh, I mean, uh, Nicole Scheringer, she's also on The Mess Singer. She used to be part of the Pussycat Dolls. Uh, the first song she was involved in, she just couldn't keep up with the melody. Uh, this is what happens when you're accustomed to being auto-tuned. She has a great voice. She just uh, mm-hmm. that was that was not for her. She she just and uh, 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 Taranji, what's her name? Taranji P Henson, J Henson. What is her name? Taranji. I have no idea. Taranji Henson. She played Miss Anakin, and in a role that calls for overacting, she overacted an overacting role to the point where <laughs> you couldn't even to the point where you couldn't even really get a handle on on what she was doing. And uh, again, mm-hmm. I've seen numerous people do it on Broadway. Carol Burnett nailed it in the 1982 movie. Carol oh, Burnett. What, what could but, Carol Burnett not nail? I mean, the, the that is true. woman is that very is multi, multi-talented. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was enjoyable. I, I always get a kick out of, uh, you know, watching the orphan sing. Not enough of the dog, though. You only saw the dog twice. Mm, dog gone. Well, yeah, dog was gone. Dog was <laughs> gone from the first thing. He shows up the first time, and then you don't see him again until the finale. And, oh. you know, it's just one of those, I don't know, maybe they had dog trouble. I don't know. It seemed like a very well-trained pooch. I don't know what the what the pooch's real name was. But anyway, Ed watched Annie Live last night. And uh, uh, he's glad he watched it, but, eh, you know. Uh, you got to realize fun. how little entertainment TV. Oh, I'm not done. Hold on. I'm not done. And technical issues. If you If you took a shot for every time you saw a crew member, Remember, this is a live production. Right. You'd have been drunk off your ass before, within the first hour. <laughs> Technically, they dropped the ball all over the place. You're mm-hmm. seeing cameramen and crew people. And, you know, there was one scene where I guess you were supposed to see them. But and beyond that, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you did. You did. They were costumers. Uh, but. Anyway, so that's that. That's your that's your uh, TV report for this week. Well, like I said, I don't watch very much entertainment TV. The only time I'm really paying any attention to TV is um, when there is well that true that too. But uh, the only time I'm really paying attention to a TV is if there's a sporting event I want to watch. You know, watch my watch the football games. Watch. Uh, uh, I'm I'm actually a bigger baseball fan than I am a football fan, believe it or not. Speaking you know, of baseball, I, oh, I know we'll get to it. Uh, we'll um, there is a lot of uh, uh, a lot of TV, entertainment TV, entertaining TV that I probably miss out on just because I just don't have enough hours in my day. I don't have I could sit 
I could probably record every show that I wanted to watch and I would, I could literally spend a solid two weeks just catching up and man, what, what do they call that when you stream, when you're watching, binge watching. Thank you. I could spend easily a couple of weeks solid doing that to catch up with all the shows that I think would be interesting to, uh, to watch. And I just, eh. Just By the way, you just described you just described my January. <laughs> well, that's one of us. And the funny part about it is, is that I'm set up in a way that I could even watch. I have a tablet right in my yeah, right do. in my fan. Uh, I've changed my setup a little bit. I think I've shown you uh, my setup where I have I use my tablet to, to get my. Uh, yes. All information. Well, I've decided I can also do the same thing on my phone. Yeah. So all I got to do is and now if I decide I want to get out of the car is I just stuff this in my back pocket. And if there's a job for me to do, I'm notified. I don't miss anything that way. Well, 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 look at you. So, yeah. So I've kind of changed the setup a little bit here. And so I got my tablet just sitting there all alone. Uh, I could watch different programs if I wanted to. If again I had time. Now, do you have a holder for the uh, for the tablet? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. It's a nice little well, bracket. It's all it's set up for using it as you know as part of the cab. You know, it's it's just that. so all right. But it, but it's also very easily removable as well. Okay. So. Well, that's uh, hey. Uh, apropos of nothing again, we're going to be all over the place today. Uh, the uh, the uh, Q generation, the GQP, the GOP, the the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I have here there are four stages of COVID denial. First stage, it's a hoax. Second stage, don't be a sheep. Third stage, <laughs> prayers needed. Fourth mm-hmm. stage, visit our GoFundMe page. <laughs> I thought it was amusing. Well, I, I got some. Uh, on the on the the uh, 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 coronavirus, I do have some some good news. Uh, my oh, friend, yes. my friend uh, Rod Johnson, he's actually able to eat, and he's actually able to speak. Excellent. So, I I'm, I told I I sent his wife a message and said. That'll only be a matter of time before he'll be back busting my chops again. So there you go. Well, good. That is that is fantastic news to hear. And now, how long has Rod been uh, incapacitated? Uh, it's been a the while. Better part, the better part of six months. Okay. So yeah. For those of you that think it's a hoax, just uh, I mean, we we wish Rod the best. We really and truly Absolutely. do. Nobody Absolutely. should have to. Nobody should have to suffer like that, with the ex- with the uh, the exception of Ted Cruz. Go fuck yourself. He should. Well, he should yes. live that way. Yes, yes, indeed. So, by the way, if you uh, you want to join join into the conversation here, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the phone number. You can speak to us live that is a that is a according or assuming rather that the uh phone lines have been set up and uh, ready to go i've checked as far as into the studio 
the squirrels did did not nibble on them much. They did not get the phone. They did not get much. <laughs> they, not much. Not much. Mm-hmm. I looked at them, uh, you know, I, I said, stop that. They said, you're nuts. I said, leave my nuts out of this. And uh, anyways, uh, we got it. <laughs> we got it. Speaking of Ted Cruz, here's a little something from our favorite little doctor, uh, Dr. Fauci. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? <laughs> now here's Fauci, who doesn't get involved in in the whole political realm very very often, but give him a chance to throw a zinger in there, boom, he got it and nailed it uh, well, straight well, away. Let's face, let's face it; he's been taking shots from these people for quite some time now. Yes, he has, and uh, you know he was asked a direct question. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring it up. He didn't, you know, sneak it in there. He was asked a direct question, and uh, good for you. Good for you, Fouch. There's your mm-hmm. Fouchy ouchie for you right there. Boom. <laughs> exactly. You should, we should find. We should be finding that whip cracking. Uh, yeah, I got kind of it somewhere. Like anyway, another quick hit was our Presidente uh, was asked a question the other day, and uh, this if this isn't a mic drop moment, I don't think I've ever heard one. Revealing that President Trump tested positive for COVID three days before your first debate. Do you think the former president put you at risk? I don't think about the former president. Mr. Thank you. Oh! Don't you just love him? I don't agree with 100% of the things that Joe Biden does, but I'm telling you right now, what, what a refreshing refreshing departure from what we had <laughs> over the last four years. Well, since we're taking shots here at, at the Republicans, uh, this was from the Twitter middle age riot at middle age riot. The oh, white Republican. What? Oh, I got, I, I got, Oh a, no. Look who, look who, look who joined us. Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my goodness. Kings. Well, well, well. Welcome aboard, Ken. One of these days we'll get you to call, but but we're happy to see you. Yeah, As I was saying, uh, from Middle Age Riot, the, the way Republicans are obsessing over Kamala Harris spending 300 on a pen, you'd think she'd spend $150 millions of taxpayer money to play golf at resorts she owned. Oh, oh, that one, that that's going to sting a little bit. That's going to mm-hmm. leave a point. It's uh, Ken, but Ken Coons, where, geez. It's uh, it's always a pleasure, are, always an honor. We are not worthy. We, we, we are, are not, not worthy. Well, we are. We are. But, you know, <laughs> but good to see you, Bell. Good to see you. All is forgiven. Hey. Well, most, most is forgiven. But so your bestest buddy got or started a little bit of a Twitter fray here. Uh, oh, uh, yesterday, I don't know when she actually made this tweet, but uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, MTG, in MTG Light. John's girlfriend. Ooh. Ooh. I, I wouldn't do that with your flagpole. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I wouldn't let you. Flagpole. Anyways, uh, she come out with a tweet uh, a couple days ago, I'm assuming. Number one, every single year, more than 600 people, 600,000 people in the U.S. die from cancer. The country has never once shut down. 
Not no a one has school has closed. Oh. Every and every year, over six hundred thousand people of all ages and races will continue to die from cancer. Well, yeah. first off, oh no, no, no. Let let me. I'll, I'll flip you for it. Who gets to say it? Ah, you go ahead. I'm 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 feeling generous today. All right. Well, first off, MTG, you're an idiot. Second off, cancer is not contagious. You nitwit. It's not an airborne disease, you nitwit. It's a horrible disease. Is it airborne? No. You can't catch cancer. Moving on. That's all I was going to say. You You nailed it. There ain't much to say about that other than that. I think I replied somewhere in that uh, mix that uh, please, uh, please tell me, better yet, tell your constituents that you're really not that stupid. She ran unopposed. Just remember that. Always yeah. remember she ran unopposed. Marcus well, Flowers, 22. Marcus or, Flowers. or or remember, uh, if you're undecided, vote Ed in 22. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what district you're in, what state. Vote Ed. I'm in it. I'm in it just for the perks. I uh, make no bones about it. Two years and out, I'm going to retire. Get my full con- congressional a pension, my health care. Vote Ed. You know what you're getting? Nothing. Well, it's kind of what you're getting from Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, I mean. Yeah, but I'm a front about it. Oh, no, you're not going to hear me rattling on uh, or anything like this. And, uh, you know, other than this nonsense on Sunday. Uh, but just the same. Uh, you're not going to. No, no. Ed, no matter what state you're in. And here's the way I figure. If we get enough people in every state to do right in for Ed. We can combine them all, and uh, maybe they can just put me in a special seat, my own seat in Congress. <laughs> you definitely deserve your own special seat. Special ed. That's a, I didn't want to be the one to say that. but uh, Oh, you think? I've never heard it before. Please. Please. I was the inventor of the short bus. Stop it. But special ed, special ed is here to do nothing for you and make no bones about it. I just want the retirement package. That's all I want so I can stop doing this. And believe me, there's incentive enough for everybody. Get me to stop doing this. <laughs> oh, come on. You'd still want to do this. You, you, no. you, could, you could make it all the way up to the ranks of president and still want to do this. Well, I don't know about that, but I don't want to be president. I do. People, people say nasty things about you. You know. People are saying nasty things now. Yeah, but nobody knows who those people are. Well, <laughs> okay. With this, this I, is true. I don't I don't need Seth Myers and Jimmy Kimmel making fun of me. That's uh that's too much. Anyway. So my uh one of my friends uh on Twitter, DC poll guru. No, excuse me, that wasn't him at all that asked that. This Liar. was, uh, no, this was actually our friend, the chipster, okay. put out just a random question asking if they thought that the media was unfair to President Biden. And? And I replied, and I, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but basically, no, no the media has not been unfair to President <clears throat> Excuse me. Has, has his administration gone you know, smooth as silk? Absolutely not. But you know what? There's a big difference between Biden and Trump. Trump took every 
criticism, every bit of uh, press criticism personally, started firing back, started, you know, oh, it's a conspiracy, you know. It's a hoax, and, baby. It's a yeah. hoax. And all um, all President Biden, basically, okay, the, 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 with the job comes the criticism. It doesn't matter what party you're in. Nobody's throwing Biden any softballs. Nobody threw Obama any softballs. Right. Now the, you know why I don't want the job. Is, yeah, the media is what is what the media is. There's mm -hmm. nothing, nothing you can do. It's their job. It's their job to ask the tough questions. Problem is, is that Donald Trump could not handle these tough questions. And no, and of course, of course, he let OAN OAN in the room every day, despite the rotation. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the Barbie doll from, and she was very attractive. Would come in and, and lob these, uh, you know softball questions at them and by the way you don't hear about oan anymore now do you where'd they disappear to and if once we found out at&t was behind them yeah all of a sudden the money dried up a little bit huh yeah well what do you know about that yeah. it's gonna happen even in the best of families <clears throat> excuse me i'm terribly sorry kids and kittens it's the steam heat has got me uh You'd have thought that the steam heat would actually kind of make nice and things. I suppose everything's loosening up, huh? Everything's loosening up in the uh, in the old golden pipes here. Uh, so well, let, let me. Which way do we want to go? Which way do we want to go next? Do we want to go? I want to go back to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're stuck with this for another hour and a half, so uh, you know. Guess I what? would say, I would say, if it were up to me. And okay. let's face it, it really is up to me. I say we, <laughs> since we're a little bit on politics here, what do you say we crack open, crack open the first bag of chips? We'll save the other one for hour two. But oh, let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's do Here so. we go. Jumping into the Pennsylvania Senate race. Dr. Oz is a medical expert in the same way that Tucker Carlson is a journalist. <laughs> He's a TV hack who saw an opportunity to cash in on America stupid, and now he wants to be in the Senate. Who will put America first. Hmm, where have I heard that before? America first. Oz is a dangerous liar who thought your kids dying from COVID was an acceptable loss for the country. The opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. A very appetizing opportunity. Like Trump and unlike real medicine, he backed hydroxychloroquine. It's safe. Everyone knows this guy's con. Sued by the Federal Trade Commission for false advertising. Everyone that is, except for 50 million Republican voters who still think these people are Antifa. This is the Republican playbook. Make science the enemy and old white men your saviors. A magic weight loss cure for every body type. Oz in the U.S. Senate is like having Jim Jordan in your rec room. Hide your kids, hide your wife. And both of those things are bad. Damn right. Where is Kamala? What did you say? Storming the Capitol. <laughs> Dr. Oz. Running for Senate in Pennsylvania, where, by the way, he does not live. And on a personal note, uh, on a personal note, Dr. Oz is, was a cardiac surgeon. Dr. Oz per performed my sister-in-law's bypass surgery. Really? Dr. O Dr. Oz left a sponge inside my sister-in-law. Oh. Uh, she had to, they had to open her back up to mm. 
correct his mistake. I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's the only doctor that's ever done that. I'm just saying he did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there you go. I just, I am, when it comes to to that quack, uh, you know, I didn't, it's, it's funny because Dr. Oz is one of these that, you know, you heard of him, you, 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 yeah, but you never really, I've never really paid a whole lot of attention to him, but now all of a sudden he's putting himself out. Okay. Now he's going to be running, you know, running for the Senate. He just opened up the door there, son. Now we're going to see just how much of a whack job you really are there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first he's got to get past the residency issue. Well, you see, and I don't know how that's even possible for him. Where does he live? Do you know? New Jersey. He does live in New Jersey. As for decades. But you know what? He can see Pennsylvania from his back door. Well, there you do. You have a valid point there, my friend. A very valid point. Uh, where I grew up, I could, I literally could see New Jersey from my front stoop, my front steps. I looked mm-hmm. to the left, and I could see the Hudson River, and then across the river was New Jersey. That was no, no, no joke. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't lie about such a thing. Well, I, hope he he, I would hope you wouldn't lie to me. Come on. I, How long have you known each other now? Not long enough that I wouldn't lie to you. Well, this is, this is true. You'll be lying. Just saying. You'll be probably lying to me until the <laughs> until the day that uh, one of us is buried. See, you still think my name is Ed. So, you know. Oh, well, you know, it's, it's just kind of <laughs> like the catfishing thing. <laughs> I, half of these people that have contacted me, I, I don't know if her name is Veronica or if it's Peter. <laughs> uh, I think Peter is a good choice there. I think you, uh, I think you hit something on the head, and uh, <laughs> it's not, not going to be pleasant for one of you. I can promise you yeah, that. Yeah, well, it's 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 such a joke. It's not even funny. It, it's so, really, really. So, uh, uh, you were speaking of when we were off air the Omicron. Yes. Variant, which uh, apparently, and I could be wrong here, but apparently from what we're understanding, it's while it's much more contagious and spreads faster, it's not as, um, it's a milder version of the COVID. I don't I'm not even sure if milder is the correct word, but it's not, not quite as severe as the rest of them and uh, good morning shannon uh so with that now this has popped up and senator ronnie jackson of texas you know the guy who was the president's doctor a couple of years back one of the guys who said oh trump he's 265 pounds and fit as a fiddle okay he could live forever okay um, uh, somehow he got elected. I don't know if it's, if, maybe he's Congress, but he put out a tweet uh, that said, uh, well, here we go with the midterm uh, variant. Every time there's an election, the Democrats are going to come up with a new variant, you know, a couple of times a year, which of course is not true. But Claire McCaskill, former Senator from, Missouri appearing on MSNBC's uh, Deadline White House. Uh, this was another one of the mic drop moments that I found this week. 
Ron Jackson is to doctors what Rudy Giuliani is to lawyers. Yeah. And their profession should take action against both of them. <laughs> oh. oh! I just found that to be delightful. I mean, there was a whole segment there where she shows the tweet and all that. But uh, I, I, it just, I just... When when I pare it down to everything, when I when I strip away all the other nonsense, I just cannot understand all the bold faced lying that goes on. The easily, easily disproved lying. So for you, you know, look, you folks got to get out there and vote in twenty two. I'm in a blue state where we're pretty much okay, but again, vote Ed. Ed will take care of all your problems. How? By not doing a thing about them. Well, I, I'm a palate cleanser. See, I'm going to get back in. I'm a palate cleanser. You put me in for two years somewhere. And then the following election, you can vote the real person in that, you know, it's a nice little break. It's a nice little break. Nothing will get done, but nothing will get undone either. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, I'm consider me the beige candidate. You'll put me in there. We'll put it in neutral. Painted Keep beige. Skin color out of this. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number if you would like to get involved in the conversation. You can also get a hold of us via Twitter at Taxi Stand Hour, or if you're listening, watching the stream, well, you know Good how to luck. do it that way there too. Well, the stream seems to be working just fine now that somebody seems to be. Or if you're Master Oliver, just scream your head off in the uh, in the hallways yeah, well, of the that, Minnesota that's, studios. That's uh, that's basically what all the Republicans he's he's using the Republican voice right now. Okay, so we <laughs> so uh, a topic that no man should ever discuss abortion because we're not born with a uterus uh, has come up. Supreme Court uh, was hearing. Uh, Roe v. Wade may be overturned, and I won't make my usual joke about that. But there were a couple things that popped up on Twitter that I, 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 I'd, I'd like to read. The uh, volatile mermaid at Oh No She Twittened, who I she's hilarious. She wrote this: banning abortions unless we're raped is saying we don't earn autonomy over our own bodies until a man violates it. And uh, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Men are bad people. When it comes to this kind of stuff, a uh, a nun, Sister Joanne, uh, let me get her name correct, Chittister, said this. This is a quote. I think in many cases, your morality is deeply lacking if all you want is a child born, but not a child fed, not a child educated, not a child housed. That's not pro-life. That's pro-birth. Very, very... Isn't that right on the spot? Hey, don't we have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, don't we have a clip here while we're on that particular uh well, Okay, this, this, this clip we're, we're going to play from uh, Irishy Girl on, on the mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, there's some really harsh language in this, and I do mean harsh language. And I don't mean the clinical language. I just mean harsh language. And uh, it's so in that moment. If you're if you have virgin ears here, I guess you better cover them up. And it's in that Boston accent, which makes it sound really cute. Oh, <laughs> she sure. swears. So here we go, Irishy girl on uh, on this very topic. Oh, hello. 
Did you know that every two minutes a child is removed from their home and placed into the foster care system? Did you know that there are over 400,000 children in foster care? Did you know some states allow agencies to ban gay couples from fostering or adopting a child? Did you know that one in seven children are food insecure and that there are over 2.5 million homeless children in this country? TikTok motherfuckers. It's not a quality if there are over 400 proposed bills trying to regulate my body versus zero to regulate a man's. A woman's right to choose is exactly that, her right without the asterisk. It is time to abort the Republican Party. Unless you have a vagina, stop telling me what to do with mine. Go fuck yourself, Republicans. Go fuck yourself. Abortion is healthcare and none of your business. She's not wrong. Harshly spoken, but not wrong. Yeah. They're getting pissed off. They are, you have to realize is when, when you're pissed off about something like that, you're not going to use the, oh, geez, oh, golly, please keep your hands off my body. No, they're telling you, keep your bleeping hands off of my body. Keep your hands off of my body. You don't understand. She's Boston Irish. That's how they talk to their grandmothers. Oh well, uh, there, there's always that. <laughs> hey, somebody else, somebody else, believe it or not, weighed in on this issue a few years uh, before he became the the uh, top idiot in charge of this country. Uh, Ed's taking a deep breath on this one, but uh, here, here is your hypocrisy award for uh, this particular show. of abortion in the third trimester, big issue in Washington. Would President Trump ban partial birth abortion? Well, look, I'm, I'm very pro-choice. I hate the concept of abortion. I hate it. I hate everything it stands for. I cringe when I listen to people debating the subject. But you still, I just believe in choice. And again, it may be a little bit of a New York background because there is some different attitude in different parts of the country. And, you know, I was raised in New York and grew up and work and everything else in New York City. But I am strongly for choice, and yet I hate the concept of abortion. But you would not ban it? No. Or ban partial birth abortion? No, I would. I would. I am, I am pro-choice in every respect. So, okay, he, he brought up a point that I want to uh, expand on a little bit. He is against the concept of abortion. I don't know of anybody in this world who is for the concept of abortion. Some people, the, the evangelicals, make it sound like some woman is going out on a night on a town, uh, going out having a good time, and, oh, my God, I got pregnant. Well, that's okay. I can have this kid ripped out of me. That isn't how it's done. I don't know the percentages of it, but... Uh, it's got to be a lion's share of abortions are performed because of either of a health issue or because, quite frankly, the woman knows down, uh, down deep inside that she's not going to be able to care for this child. You know, but it isn't like it's just a it's just a willy nilly form of birth control. We do have birth control in this country. It's just it it it's it's sad. I don't like to see people like to to hear of a child getting aborted, 
But again, like you, like you and I have discussed many, many, many times, this is a very, very personal decision between a woman and her healthcare provider. Everybody else, like you say, if you don't have a uterus, stay out of the conversation. You're there for support. You're there for support. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, until, uh, until Donnie boy there needed to get, uh, uh, needed to get some uh, support from the uh, evangelical wing uh, in order to get elected. What a joke. What an absolute joke. I wonder what, if any of them watched that video before they decided to throw their weight behind it. Of course it. not. Of course not. Well, well, let's face it. The evangelicals, what, what a bunch of phonies they are. Because with everything they know about Trump, everything they knew about Trump, you know, all he has to do is stand on a stage somewhere and go, uh, you know, to, you know, Leviticus the second or, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus three, everybody else, nothing. Uh, And they're, oh, they're, 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 oh, Jesus, Jesus, please bless this. This is the second coming. This is God's other son. And we know that's not true because God's other son is curled up in a ball in the corner of the studio here, stinking like last week's liquor. Jesus, Gil, take a bath. But uh, in all seriousness, Trump, they're, they're the biggest hypocrites, the evangelicals, the biggest hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Simply because he's a white male. They proved, they proved beyond the shadow of a doubt, they will follow to the ends of the earth any white male. Because Trump's record speaks for him, speaks for itself. He speaks for himself on video and all that. And you know, look, I, I, I claim most Christians, certainly all churches, are full of it. They say one thing. They're all hypocrites. They're out whooping it up Saturday night, and uh, you know, half of them show up hungover to church on Sunday. But getting back to your point about you know a woman going out, uh, you know, a woman's day doesn't go. Okay, I've got to go uh, grocery shopping. I've got to get the oil changed on the car, uh, an abortion, and then I need to go check on the uh, dog groomer. It's not that casual. It's not that laissez-faire. Women don't look at it as, at least to my knowledge, as, well, I like John said, I can go out and whoop it up all night long. I'll just go down to my friendly neighborhood abortion clinic. To uh, it, This is something that's taken very, very seriously. And I, I, I've been involved uh, as, the, as a support system for some friends uh, who trusted me enough to give them a ride to and from. Mm -hmm. I don't judge. I didn't try to talk them out of it. It's not my place. They came to that decision and they trusted me to, you know, with that decision. Uh, And it's, uh, it's, it's a horrible day. It's a really horrible day. I go back, you know, I would go back a few hours later or whenever they would call me and, you know, and the ride back is always in silence. It's always, it's not, I'm not judging them, not by any stretch of the imagination, but I know their emotions are conflicted. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I will say without going into detail, I lost a child to a miscarriage and we, uh, we went through some stuff. We went through some stuff. Uh, 
So, uh, you know, losing a child it, to to believe that that it's just uh, you know, just you know, a, a, another thing on the checklist to do on a Tuesday. You're you know, it's unfortunate that we have people out there that that think like that. And, well, and, and we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. An Irishy girl was absolutely correct for however many hundreds of bills are on the slate across this country regulating women's bodies. There is there's zero regulating men's. If uh, believe me, if we gave birth, if men could give birth, none of this stuff would be happening because we're big old babies. Let's face it. Hell, for crying out loud! Let alone. No. Look, the only reason I want somebody in my life so that I can I can cry and whine and moan when I when I get the sniffles. Oh my That's God, it's like the world. Yeah, but you're not bringing me soup. You're not bringing me soup. You offer me a little sympathy. You're you're a gazillion miles away. You don't ask. Would, you never you, ask. Oh, 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 you heard it here first, and it is recorded, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. He would be so surprised. He would be so surprised if I showed up on his doorstep. You have no earthly idea. He he would he would be seriously survived. And one of these days, one of these days before I kick the bucket, I'm going to surprise him. Yeah, well, that would when. be a surprise. I won't say where. Well, I will say <laughs> I, where. But I can't well, say I pretty it. much I know where. <laughs> Even I know that much. I know where. My goodness, my goodness. Well, we also and you know uh, what he'll say, and you know what he'll say to me. He'll say, "Hey, nice to see you. Here's a good hotel room about five miles right, that way, right, right down the road, buddy. Right down the road. <laughs> they, they take all major credit cards. Don't uh, don't delay. Get there before they're all sold out. Uh, <laughs> we would be remiss in not discussing what happened in uh, Oakland, Michigan. Yes, absolutely." Uh, do we got more enough time students. in this, uh, in this we'll, uh, segment, we'll, this half hour? We'll make it work. Okay. Uh, okay. Four, four more students died at the hands of a school shooter. There's a, there's a video out there of a group of the kids in a classroom, and somebody knocks on the door, and you know, it's the sheriff's office. But then he made the mistake of saying, come on, man. open." Uh, he said, come on, open the door, bro. And the word bro keyed them all. And one kid actually says, that's a red flag, man. And they all bolt out the window to safety. Uh, I mean, good for them. Good for them. But it, 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 but the circumstances surrounding this case are just bizarre. The parents not only gave them the gun, they were called to the school that day. He was having serious issues. He had uh, written and made some drawings that were very disturbing, including the words, help me. And I think words along the lines of, I can kill them all or something like that. That's not exact. Don't take that to the bank. And uh, the school wanted them to take him home. And I said, no, 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 we will leave him here. We'll make sure he gets some help in the next 48 hours. So the kid went, went berserk. I'm not, the kid still deserves whatever happens to him. But then what happens? The parents take off. They go out on the on the limb. They've been found now mm-hmm. and all that. And they're being charged as well as they should be. Uh, 
you you give a 15-year-old a handgun? And then there's a text message from the mother. He did something during the day. And she says, well, you got to do better not to get caught. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, listen, our, our friend uh, politics girl has uh, a probably the most solid solution I've heard to this issue as far as uh, uh, gun violence goes and gun control is concerned. Why don't we give that a listen here before we. Uh, That's before what I was leading into. You're 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 just a hell of a guy. Hit the button, buddy. Hit the button, buddy. That's what I am. How much longer are we going to do this? Enough has been enough for decades. And yet the minority of the country in a bankrupted Russian-funded lobby group run by sociopaths still allows us to live in a country where we can be gunned down by weapons of war just going about our daily lives, and we call that freedom. We had to have a lockdown quarantine to stop our citizens from being murdered. But now that we're getting back to normal, that means a return to daily mass shootings? Fuck you. No way. America, the country where owning an arsenal of weapons is as easy as buying a stick of gum. But voting is now going to require 15 hoops and the right color of skin. Fuck you. No way. Land of the free? Hardly. How free are we if we can't go to work, to school, to the grocery store, drive in our cars, go to a concert, a nightclub, or even be in our own home without worrying we might get shot to death by our domestic partner or some guy who can't get laid or a disgruntled worker or an alienated teenager or some fucking guy who thinks the world owes him? Why are our lives so much less important than your weapons? This country has a lot of problems, but I would argue none as big as patriarchal white supremacy coupled with easy access to firearms. Fuck you. We're done. Yes, we are done. And apparently John Shannon is done as well. He has he has left the stage for the moment. So we will power power on here, sans Mr. Shannon. Uh she makes some very good points there. She does. Uh it, it's getting old. It's getting ridiculous. Uh we just came out of this worldwide pandemic, and yet we, the, the gun thing is always, always uh I've I I've always questioned it because I, I don't get it. I mean, it's one thing if you're a true, real hunter. You go out there or you're a competition shooter. But why is a 15-year-old packing heat? I, I don't understand that. I, I just don't get it. Why She makes the very valid point. Why are voting laws stricter than gun laws in this country? My goodness gracious. Well, she brings up a very valid point in this: is that, look, we're not going to get, we're not going to get guns taken away from people. Get over it, Ken Coons. If you're still listening, get over it. Nobody is coming after your gun. Nobody's coming after anybody's gun. At we, least until Ed, Ed gets elected. <laughs> nah, there just, you go. I'm just kidding. There you go. Um, but what she's saying is, is that hey. That son of a bitch better be, better be registered. It, it better be. It, if you sell it, it needs to be registered to to whoever whoever is the next uh, owner. The the hell with these open these gun shows where you can just go willy nilly and buy a mm. gun. The uh, the gun show loophole. Mm -hmm. You know what else they need? Insurance. I agree, totally insurance uh, you uh, a car is just as deadly and you have to have insurance on that heck in yeah. some places a bicycle you have to have insurance uh so why are we not insuring these literal literal weapons of death 
Mm-hmm. I mean, even by accident, you can look, you can hurt somebody with almost anything, but you put a pistol in the hands of a 15 year old. Anybody here remember how, how easy life was at 15? No, you're a liar if you say you do. Everybody, uh, teenage years are full of. I don't even understand why we uh, why we permit a fifteen year old to drive a car. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, begin my gun. Come on, man. Come on, man. We got adults that can't hold their tempers, let alone a fifteen year old who has experienced literally nothing in the world, and thinks you know. Look, their little world, what they see and experience. It, it, I'm sorry, is their whole world. That's their whole frame of reference. High school is their frame of reference for how every issue should be resolved, mm-hmm. which is, let's face it, that's that's not going to work. It doesn't work, but... Uh, Let me ask you Okay. Real quick. Were, when you were uh, a young lad, were you picked on, bullied or whatnot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. was I. I was bullied unmercifully. I will tell you this. I never once, I mean, I believe me, I dreamed of ways of making these people's lives miserable. None of them involved going down to the corner and buying a gun. No. Now, no, once I, now granted, once I learned how to, to stop being pushed around and actually start fighting back, well, then the bullying stopped because I found right. out that at my size, I could do a little bit of damage that way. But, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. You know, that's neither that's neither here nor there. Never in my life did I decide this would be a great idea to go out and buy a gun and start shooting every everybody that ever bullied me. Right, but something else to remember as well: when you're in, when you're 15 years old, mm-hmm. whatever's happening in your life seems like it, you're convinced this is how it's going to be forever. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. It, it's not going to change. So how can I change it? How can I affect this change? And unfortunately. This kid had his in his in his head. Well, let's go. And of course, it's so commonplace now the school shootings. So why wouldn't you think, you know? And, and again, she uh, she had it in her piece. You know, it's it's easier to get gun. You know, we don't have real gun laws, and yet we're making it tougher to vote. You know, yeah, there's your Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. That's you know, I wish I wish Ken Coons was listening to this, and. You know, look, the difference of it between a Republican and the rest of the planet should just be your ideology on how on how we run things. Not not that you can pick up a gun any goddamn time you want. You know, it's they, they want to be in power, absolute power. They don't they don't want to govern. They want to be in power. And this is part of the plan. It's a difference. It's a huge difference. Yes. Yes, there is. Oh, well, once again, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you're going to call, you'll probably have to wait until the about midway through the second hour here because we're getting <laughs> It's getting to be pretty doggone close to that time. It really and is. And uh, My esteemed co-host is going to be doing his happy dance here because he's opened up a little bit of a gap here in John and Ed versus the spread. But we'll get to that yeah. here in hour number two. You are listening to Access Dead Hour on Radio TFI. We'll be right back.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape, you know? Yeah, last week my wife cracked up the car, she hit a deer, it was in a zoo. Oh, my wife took her driver's test, she was happy. She got 18 out of 20. Yeah, two guys jumped out of the way. I don't know. That's all right, what the heck, you know? I'll tell you what, my wife does always something, you know? Well, the other day I called her up, I said to her, honey, I've been thinking about the last time we had sex, I'm getting excited. She said, who is this? Hey, well, my wife ain't got no sex life either. Just when I get going, she wakes up. I mean, the other night I told her, I said, don't laugh behind my back. She said, I won't. The funny stuff's on the other side. And I tell you, I can't relax, you know? My dog drives me nuts. My dog. He wants me to mate him. I wouldn't mate him. Let him go through what I go through. My daughter, too, she's no bargain either. In public school, she was voted most likely to conceive. My daughter, she's been picked up so many times, she's starting to grow handles. I mean, the kids today, they got it too good. When I was a kid, it was different. I had it rough. Well, Christmas, I got batteries, toys not included. My old man, he didn't help at all, my old man. We used to play tag and he'd drive. I mean, are you kidding? My old man never liked me. When he took me hunting, he gave me a three-minute head start. And on the way home, he tied me to the fender, put the deer in the car. Now, tell you, when I was a kid, I was ugly, too. I told my old man, he never took me to the zoo. He said, if they want you, they'll come and get you. Now, you kidding? I know I'm ugly. Halloween, my wife sends the kids out dressed like me. You know when you're ugly. It's all right. You look it up. It's kind of hard. You know, when you're ugly. Last Halloween, a kid tried to pull my face off. <laughs> I mean, that's the story of my life. No respect. I don't got no respect at all. Are you kidding me? No respect to anybody. Nobody. Nobody. No respect at all. Why, I donated to a sperm bank. Now I'm the father of three puppies. <laughs> I don't got no respect from anyone. Well, the other night, I fell asleep with a cigarette in my hand. My wife lit it. I tell you, it's not easy being me. Why, I called up Alcoholics Anonymous. They told me it was Miller time. <laughs> what did I tell you? Well, Right? I always have a good time out here, don't Johnny. You, nice people. You like nice it out here, don't nice. you? Sure, sure, yeah. Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. 
That's well, high-class stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Sold out? Everything is okay, yeah. yeah. I'll be in San Francisco, as you mentioned, Civic Auditorium on yeah. Saturday. That's nice. Yeah. I have a special coming out, too, you know. In, Do you? In May, yeah. You want to tell us uh, about it? Different network. Oh. I'll give you two guesses. <laughs> <We're>, uh, <laughs> now, it's good. So Bill Murray's in it. Very funny, you know. Yeah. And Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. She sings respectable numbers there. And Valerie Perrine's in it, too. Lovely girl. Good girl, Valerie, too. Yeah. I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> Now, but things are going real good for you, real good. Good, huh? I mean, I just finished my first book. Ah. Now I'm going to read another one. Now, but showbiz is tough, Johnny. You know, it's that's a, a tough one. Right? You kidding, you kidding, tough one. Right? I mean, what's easy? Everybody has a tough everybody. I mean, hookers are giving away toasters. I didn't. <laughs> it's the economy, I guess. Everything, everything. It's a rough racket, you kidding? Everybody's looking for love, though. Deep love, a lifetime of deep love. I'm looking for a shallow half hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I'm not a shallow guy, you know that, John. I'm not a shallow yeah. guy, Are you kidding? I mean, people look at me, they figure I'm the type of guy I get, I get drunk and go to the track, right? They're wrong. I get high first, and I get drunk and go to the track. <laughs> you know I mean? No, I'm not a shallow guy, Are you kidding? I'm a good lover, though, with Are girls. You? Oh, very good lover. I make love to a girl, she scratches, she screams, and she realizes I'm not going to take no for an answer. That's you know? all right. <laughs> That's all right. I'll take it to now, the girls I get aren't worth getting anyway. You kidding? I get fat girl. Girl, girl last week, a fat girl. Very fat girl Damn. last week. You kidding? I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> uh, fat. She went swimming. She left the ring around the lake, okay? She's fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fat. Big girl. Big girl. Fat girl. You That's kidding? Fat. Very fat. You don't get pretty well, girls. She got huh? a job sitting in the front end of trucks while they changed the rear tires. I didn't know that. fat chick. You kidding? Large heavy, girl. heavy. You heavy kidding? girl. Well, she tried computer dating. The machine master up at Detroit. <laughs> Fat girl, Johnny. I'll tell you that. Fat girl, boy. I put my arm around her waist. I got jet lag. Are you kidding? Yeah. I mean, this girl was fat and ugly. Ooh, Sounds she ugly. Ugly, girl. huh? How ugly? Well, Christmas, they hang her and kiss the mistletoe. Okay, she's ugly. I'm telling you. That's a bad looking girl. Chick. I took her to the beach. They asked me what I used for bait. <laughs> bait. <laughs> She walks in the room, mice jump on chairs. Are you kidding? <laughs> Unpleasant-looking girl. Uh, that's enough talking about girls. Talk about health. About How is your health? health? Very bad. You kid, I'm getting oh. older. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm getting old. That you kidding? Oh uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm getting old. I'm... My last birthday cake. I couldn't blow out the candles. The heat drove me back. <laughs> <laughs> getting old. You kidding? My age to me, the daily double is prune juice and an enema. Not easy. With sex, I got no energy. Oh, I'm sorry. I get tired just holding up the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Johnny? I got no sex life. I got a waterbed. My wife calls it the Dead Sea. <laughs> Tell you, I figured out I'm bisexual. I have sex twice a year. Yeah. And my doctor, he don't help either. You know, Dr. Vinnie Bumbachi. How is it? How is it? How's he doing? I called up last week. I told him I had diarrhea. He put me on hold. <laughs> oh, I'm talking too much. Got a lovely young lady back there wants to come out. Hear what she has this to say. This is about it. Okay. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Death. <laughs> oh, you're going into the classics now, huh? Well, don't you know your Shakespeare? Certainly. Odette said that, didn't he? I think it was uh, Nicky Pumpanese who said that. Nicky Pumpanese. Yeah. He's my lawyer, no? Good lawyer, very good lawyer. Yeah. He had a rape charge reduced to tailgating. <laughs> well, you can never go wrong with a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield, can you? <laughs> well, you can go a little bit wrong.
I tell you, some of the things he said in that little bit, uh, yeah, he probably couldn't say them these days. That's for damn 40 sure. 40 years ago. Tell the yeah. people who we are and why we're here. I, how am I supposed to tell them that when I don't know why we're here? Do your best. I'll do my best. Hi, everybody. You are once again listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> From the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in Minnesota, oh. John Channon. And over there in the newly renovated, newly rewired Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. I didn't get a full one out in hour one, so we trust you've all had a fun event. Of, we've had a good, fantastic week. One of these days I'm going to write all this stuff down. You should. I should. Well, I did that with the points thing, and we see how that works out every week. Mm-hmm. You still put uh, Shut up. Shut up, loser. Uh, <laughs> where am I? I don't know where I am. What am I saying? What am I doing? Why are we here? I still, I, I asked you that question a minute ago. Oh, don't ask me. I'm, I'm, I'm just here for the free snacks. I won't even, I won't ask you either. So today, 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 I texted my ex today, this morning, wearing my Dolphins hat, because she is a New York football Giants fan, <laughs> and we don't often get this this matchup, so I sent her a nice little picture, and uh, yeah, I got a quick message from the attorney. A nice little, she's going to send you a nice little pipe bomb in return. <laughs> no, she's... She's lovely. She is lovely. She sent me a nice, nice message back. She was thinking about me because they're playing today, blah, blah, blah. Then she said, go Giants. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you say? Are we ready for this, for this football thing? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where am I looking for it? There we go. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, don't step on the line, Shannon, Gerald the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two- or three-point conversion. If we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, hasn't it, John? It hasn't sure it? has. It sure Amazing. has. It's uh, let's. Let's put everything up there and see what we have. Well, these are the current standings. John, John Shannon. Well, first off at the bottom of the pack is young Gerald, who actually is here today. We've we've got Gerald. Uh, he made it in finally. Uh, second place is... In my ass, too. So, I mean, what's your... <laughs> you second got place in my ass. And in second place, uh, nipping at, at John's ass is uh, 
or nipping in my ass, I should say, is John Shannon. And then in first place, <coughs> who's that? Who that? By leading by a whopping three points. Yes, 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 yes. That's me. Well, well, well. Let's let's look at last week. How did how did things turn out last week, young Mister Shannon? Uh, we're just going with the Sunday games. We already covered the Thanksgiving games. So John did pick up a point last week. Uh, once Ooh, again. Baby. He, uh, he went against uh, both his home team. Well, his home team screwed him over. My home team, he went against, and uh, he paid the price for it. I uh, I went 0 for 3 somehow, and still I'm, a, I'm in. Oh, that's right. I picked up no points, and I'm still in the lead. Uh, Gerald went 0 for 3. John, you were the only one to pick up a point last week. I'm, I'm kind of confused here about the pencil pushing you're doing here, because I think I was two points behind last week and now i picked up a game you didn't pick up any and yet now i'm a i'm a further i'm a point behind you well well it's not only the graphics team that we're having problems with it's also the uh the accounting the statistic the statistician it looks like he's having a little bit of an issue as well well that's because i stand over him while he does it let's let's move on uh let's move on to this week we will in a second as soon as we get everything straightened out here, because that is how we roll. Uh, John, let's start with your first pick. Well, let's go with let's go out to the West Coast for the for the late afternoon game here, where the San Francisco 49ers are traveling to the land of the twelfth man in uh, Seattle uh, to face the Seahawks. The Niners are a three-point favorite. I think Seattle kind of sucks this year, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Niners giving up three points. All right, uh, Tom Brady and the Brady Bunch uh, visit Atlanta for a division game, uh, as well as Tampa Bay's playing. It's still a division game. Atlanta's at home. Uh, they're not horrible, horrible. So I like them. Uh, I'm taking ten and a half points on that, though. Ten and a half points with a home team. Kind of hard to say no to. Gerald, 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 Gerald is back. Gerald is, uh, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> we had to turn Gerald's microphone on. Good morning, gentlemen. My apologies for missing the show last week, and also for my dreadful picks. Although, you two did not fare much better. My first pick this week is the Arizona, former St. Louis, former Chicago Cardinals visiting the Chicago Bears. This homecoming of sorts has me liking the Cardinals and giving up seven and a half points. Well, there you go. Welcome back, uh, Gerald. John, what do you got for your pick number two? Pick number two is where the uh, the aforementioned uh, New York football giants are visiting the uh, Miami, I think they're playing football, Dolphins. Are you kidding me? They're hot. They're hot. It doesn't mean they're playing good football. Uh, is that the win? In the win column, it doesn't say pretty win, good-looking win, ugly win. It just says win. Are they over 500? They're getting there. Yeah, well, we're getting we're getting to spring, too, eventually. It's just, it's just won't, it's going to happen for another six months. They got but, four, uh, they've won four in a row. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, the Dolphins are a six-and-a-half-point uh, six favorite, which kind of, kind of, sort of surprises me, but... You know what? I'm feeling kind of I'm, I'm I'm feeling generous, so I'm going to take those dolphins, giving up six and a half. And if they fail me, 
I swear to God, I'm calling Starkist. <laughs> In another division game, Baltimore visits the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Baltimore's a four and a half point road favorite. I'm going with the Ravens, giving up four and a half. Gerald, your second pick, please. This pick has me trying to make up some ground. I'm going for two with pick number two. I'm laying 13 and a half points on the LA Chargers. The Cincinnati Bengals do not stand a chance, I hope. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's pretty much pretty much in the hole. John, what's your final pick? That's, there, that's what you definitely call a Hail Mary. <laughs> that's, if a computer could pray, that's what he'd be doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> Lastly, my Minnesota Vikings are visiting the Detroit Lydowns. Those Motor City Kitties where the Vikings are a seven and a half point favorite. I don't think the Vikings have won a game by seven and a half points all year. So of the ones they won, they looked pathetic against San Francisco last week. Uh, Detroit's due for its first win. I don't think it's going to come, but I don't think that the Vikings are going to cover that seven and a half points. So my pick is the Vikings are going to win, but again, not by seven and a half. I'm taking the Motor City Kitties getting seven and a half points all right my my third and final pick the jacksonville jaguars who yes they're still they're, that's they're still a team in in uh, jacksonville in the Arena, NFL. Right? <laughs> no actually outdoor football really damn <laughs> really? i know who thought it who the thunk uh they visit los angeles to visit the uh, uh, la rams who are playing very well as a matter of fact but the, tw- the, the Jaguars are getting 12 and a half points. And boy, oh boy, it was too tempting for me. This was like waving a lollipop in front of a, a baby. I, who could say no? I have to. I'm, I, I feel I'm going to pay for it down the line. I feel, I feel right. that I'm going to pay for it. But I'm taking the Jags, getting 12 and a half over the Rams. And, uh, oh, Gerald, Gerald, it's your turn. For my third and final pick, I'm going with the. Washington whatevers. They're in Vegas, baby, and getting a point and a half. Before I go, I have a question. John, did you eat all of the Thanksgiving leftovers? Gilchrist told me there was a breast and a thigh. Oh my. He may not have been referring to turkey. All right, that'll be quite enough for that. That'll be quite enough for that, Gerald. Uh, Anyway, let's recap for this week. Young Mr. Shannon... Is uh, abandoning his home team and taking Detroit, getting seven and a half points against the Vikings. He likes uh, San Francisco minus three visiting Seattle in their 12th man. Going with my Dolphins, giving up six and a half points at Joe Robbie Stadium against the New York Football Giants, who my ex is rooting for valiantly. I like uh, Atlanta getting ten and a half points at home against the Tampa Bay Brady Bunch. Baltimore's on the road to Pittsburgh, giving up four and a half points. I like them Ravens. And the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, 12 and a half point, getting 12 and a half points against the L.A. Rams in L.A. This game scares the living daylights out of me the longer I look at it. And uh, I'm getting 12 and a half points, but suddenly I'm not feeling so comfortable about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I really, the longer I look at it, the less comment I feel about it. Uh, Gerald, Gerald, we welcome him back. He He's uh, given up seven and a half points as Arizona visits. The visits Chicago. The Bears. 
Uh, he's going for two with the L.A. Chargers visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. So that means he's given up 13 and a half points. Actually, Cincinnati is favored in that game, but but Gerald went for two. And finally, uh, the Washington whoever's visit the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. But no, no, no. Gerald's taking uh, Washington, getting a point and a half in Vegas. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's That concludes John and Ed versus the spread for the week. If you're going to use our picks to bet real money on the games, John, what do we always say about that? Uh, go to Iowa. Go to Iowa. So there you have it, kids and kittens. Mm -hmm. I uh, hey, Before before we go too much further, uh, uh, Gerald, the computer that wore tennis shoes, mentioned uh, turkey. Yeah, we finished up the turkey. We finished up the turkey uh, fairly quickly at okay. our household. I have a a friend of mine that uh, who is a sometimes customer and what have you, uh, offer me a bowl or a, well a container of turkey noodle soup. Uh, that I got to tell you, I don't generally do this as far as uh, as far as that when it comes to customers and what have you, but. It was an offer I couldn't refuse. I got to tell you, it was the best damn turkey noodle soup. Best damn soup, period, I have had in a long, oh, long, long time. So I want to thank you. Her name is Jean. I want to thank you, real, uh, thank her real fast for throwing that together for me. And uh, I'll be knocking at the door for some more uh, here uh, shortly. So Very good. Well, back to football briefly. I just wanted to discuss the... Uh, uh, the Giants playing playing the Dolphins. I saw a stat last night. The the Giants are seven and two versus the Dolphins all time. Last time they played was 2019. Keeping in mind this game is out of the rotation. NFC and AFC teams play every four years, and they play. In other words, the the Dolphins versus the Giants. They play every four years. On the first rotation, the Dolphins would be the home team. The second rotation, the Giants would be the home team. Because of the 17th game, uh, the Dolphins and the Giants wind up playing each other. So uh, I thought it was I thought it was a, a seven nine games. I would have thought they'd have played a few more than that. But yeah, the the Giants hold the lead in the series, and. What's going to be very frustrating down there in South Florida today is that of the 72,000 seats in that stadium, probably 68,000 of them will be rooting for the Giants. Isn't that sad? It's, I, 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 there was a game some years ago, and my ex went to it. There was a bunch of people from the Bronx, her old uh, haunts, going. So she went. I was going to be working after the game anyway. And I swore never to go to a game where there was a New York team involved just because of what happened. I'm watching the game, and one of the Giants players is in the end zone pumping up the crowd on the road. And the whole stadium is going berserk because they all become New York fans whenever a New York team shows up. And it's uh, so expect that today. I get to watch the game on regular TV today, this week and next week. Uh, the, the Dolphins are playing the Jets next week. Uh, at home. So I don't have to go uh, stringing wire out on the roof or whatnot to try to pick up the game from somewhere else. And John, I am just still shocked and appalled at how much you, you diss your home team. Uh, listen, 
I'm a real look. I love the Vikings. I really do. Don't get me wrong. I I I love them, but let's face it. I'm not. This is probably for the same reason why you very rarely pick the Dolphins in any of your picks. You just stay out of that yeah. fray. Well, for my personal picks, uh, where I pick all the games, I always take the Dolphins. But I, I, I will never not take them, even if I think I shouldn't, but just to – so I don't have to make that decision. That's Sophie's choice, if you will. And it's why you rarely see my picks, the Dolphins, on my picks. Well, let's weekly. face it. If you were doing – football picks for money let's face it you couldn't always you couldn't always no. pick them, you know and then i no. i understand that I, I i understand that but here's the thing i think i know of all the football teams in the nfl i know the vikings better than any of them well of course you do of course you so, do if i'm looking if i'm doing this game which i'm not very competitive this year but other teams have screwed me over as well. No, as you, the, uh, you suck this year. Oh, I, if you ain't getting any argument for me, you, you, you better thank your lucky stars for the computer. Yeah. Well, I thank my lucky stars that you're not exactly burning up the field either. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> exactly. I'm so, the best of the worst right now. I'm the, in, in, a, in a field of people that are very bad at what they do. I'm the best at it. There you go. And as far as we're concerned, that's all you have to be. That's all you have to be. Look, when the lion's chasing you, you just have to not be the slowest. Exactly. You are, you are spot on. And it's a good thing we didn't bring the rubes into it like we had originally. Oh, oh no. It would have been. Uh, that would be just downright embarrassing. We wouldn't, we wouldn't see first place for. After the first week, when it's a all, when it starts out as a as a tie, oh no, yeah, we oh. we um are yeah. This has not been a good good year whatsoever. But yeah, I know the Vikings better than I know any other team, and um, they've got some key players that are still out. Uh, and let's face it, right now the defense couldn't couldn't stop a, a piss stream. <laughs> Yeah, well, good uh, good news for you at the Dolphins. We get Devontae Parker back today. Yeah, one of our and one they of are, our on a roll. I did, did. I'm you know when I was looking at uh, the ESPN's uh, site, they were they were talking about the the Dolphins being on a roll. So you know, the defense is playing out of their minds. The mm -hmm. defense is just the defense has been playing good all year. But it's in the last four games that they've really – it started with that Baltimore game, that Thursday night game. And, I mean, I usually don't pay much attention to the defense. I mean, I'm aware of them and all that. But I was just laser-focused on them from about the first – the start of the second quarter on because I realized just how well they were playing. And, boy, oh, boy, I tell you what, it's uh, – keep in mind, and I'm not making excuses for them, but we had three games – that our field goal kicker missed the field goal that would have won the game for us. So we're very easily at, at uh, you know, eight and eight and four or whatever we're at now. You know, we're, we're very easily there and leading the division, but for a couple of missed field goals. Yeah, yes, yes. There's always the old argument. You should be playing well enough. You don't need that last minute field goal. But it is a reality of the game. 
And uh, that's how the other teams that beat us won, just barely, because mm. we screwed up. It was nothing they did. You know, they they uh, they didn't get beat. We lost. Well, I tell you, whenever you watch a football a football game and you're paying attention to your defense. That's fun. Now you're having some fun yeah. times watching a football game because and that, that's the first time ter- teeing off on a teeing off on oh. a quarterback or making that key interception or whatever. That that's uh, and keep yeah, in mind this was this was with a very good quarterback, Deshaun Jackson of of Baltimore. Uh, the, I I think the most fun part of that was late in the game, seeing how frustrated he was. You know, still he, what's that? He's still young. Deshaun no, but I'm saying, right, but he couldn't, you know, because the Dolphin defense was all over him. Mm-hmm. You know, look, it's just a game. He'll get over it. But in the moment, watching him, if you ever watched Marino <laughs> back in the day, Marino used to go nuts on his O-line. Oh, my God. I mean, you didn't have to read lips to know what he was saying. He was a nasty, nasty little man. On the sidelines, he oh he'd be screaming, yelling, and but you know, of course, after the game, it's over, it's done with. But in the moment, to watch a competitor like that and a very good competitor be mm-hmm. frustrated that despite everything he can do, they're 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 beating him, literally beating him and his team. So anyway, so there's it football. Was, it was all good in the end there because Marino would buy his offensive line some isotoner gloves and uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Would well, he wouldn't him. buy them. He wouldn't buy them. Well, in his name, they would be provided in his name. Actually, he used to take them out. I forget if it was once a year or after each game, buy him a big steak dinner. And, you know, because, yeah. hey, these guys are protecting your. He, he admitted these guys are protecting me. So, you know. Well, you know, and, if, if he talked too much smack, if I was one of those guys, I guess if he talked too much snack, what a smack to me, I'd be one of these, okay, guys, to hell with this. And, and at, at some point in time in a key third down situation, I just kind of open the curtain and say, have at him, boys. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, that's that's part of the plot of the, the longest yard with Burt Reynolds. I remember that. And then when they find out, what, what, you, uh, you've you been shaving points? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> walk right in, boys. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, what else we got going on here? Well, let's see. What else do we have? We still got some stuff on the sh- we still got some stuff on the shelf here, including another bag of chips. Uh, we've got a, a cute piece here from uh, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, with a cameo uh, appearance from El. Don't Pizza. give it away. Ah, see you. You, you got to learn how to tease these things. Oh God, tease this! And I stuck one in. Not. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you know, but let's uh, let's let's crack that bag of chips and uh, let's see what else uh, Chip has for us today. Merriam-Webster is out with its word of the year. Webster's dictionary says the number one word for 2021 is vaccine, and the number two is insurrection. They didn't tell me number three, and I don't think I want to know. To the capital. Why is a vaccine so hard to understand? I never told anyone to get a vaccine. It doesn't violate your religion unless your God is an ICU ventilator. COVID nineteen. It protects the immunocompromised. And there's no microchip, except maybe in Rand Paul's head. We should tell them to celebrate. We should tell them to throw away their masks. It's the only way to save our economy. The WHO has now named this variant Omicron. But still, 40% of America is more comfortable with a Trump colonic of horse laxative and Rudy hair dye than the genius of modern medicine. Give you the facts 
and the evidence. While the world desperately clings to science, hoping for a vaccine to save their lives, over 100 million Americans are willing to roll the dice. And just like the chumps in Vegas, they will crap out. Maybe that's the third word. Damn right. Where is Kamala? What did you say? Storming the Capitol! Yeah. Revolution! <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, you know what the word of the day is, John? Vaccine. No, the word of the day is legs. Spread the word. Oh, Jesus. That's older than you are, Ed. Be that as it may, it was topical. It was right on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, my young friend, is what I do. This, you know, Chip brings up a very good point in this, uh, in that piece. Do tell. Well, you have, especially in in Africa, South Africa, there are... I, I don't know. I don't have a number on it. So I'm just going to say there's a shitload of people there who are still trying to get their first vaccination. And I'll yet, give you the number, John. I'll give you the number. Only 10% of the population has even one shot. Jesus. That's, that's brutal. Yeah. That's brutal. And here we, here we are in America. We're throwing know, them away. We're throwing them away. Exactly. There's something wrong with that picture. It, it's it's no wonder that the this new variant is spreading like wildfire in that region. Um, we've been lucky from like like we were saying earlier in the show. From what I'm seeing from the cases uh, of the uh, Omicron, uh, what is it, Omicron or Omicron? Om- Omicron. From that variant, what I'm seeing up here in Minnesota and Wisconsin, um, there's been a couple of outbreaks. There was an outbreak in Wisconsin. Uh, Everybody was vaccinated there, and the the worst it became was nothing much more than a common cold. Well, everybody except Aaron Rodgers, who was inoculated. Yeah, well, he should be inoculated. That's a different story for another time here. That is absolutely correct. We're not going to get involved in that. But, uh, you know, look, it, it comes down to we unfortunately we have people out there who are more than willing to see huge chunks of the population die because of what a fat man with a bad tan bronzer says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bearing in mind that they are all themselves vaccinated. Everybody telling everybody to do this, don't do that. Uh, every nitwit walking, purposely walking at the stores. And it's bad enough now. It's bad enough that people used to just not wear a mask. Now they're walking in and they're telling people to take their own mask off because you're a sheeple. You're this, you're that. You know, look, you don't want to wear the mask. <laughs> That's on you, bud. But if I decide I want to wear it, please don't yeah, get off my don't. ass. Get off my ass. If yeah. I'm in line, if I'm sitting at, uh, well, I don't know if we played that or not here. It was a couple of weeks ago. I saw a video where a guy was waiting at a CVS pharmacy to get a, uh, a vaccination and he got harassed by some guy uh, about getting, you're not going to get that vaccine. Don't you know? You know, yeah. back well, off. If you don't want to get your damn vaccine. I look, I'm, I'm beyond, trying to convince you the facts are there everything is there in front of you if you if, if at that point in time you're not going to get your vaccination do, do you do you boo well that's the uh that's the guy i was referring to uh i can't think of his name off the top of my head uh which is not a horrible thing uh 
But he goes around, and this is what he does. He walks into stores without a mask, and, you know, staff will politely say to him, sir, you need to, you know, and then he starts all his nonsense. Well, it's your policy. It's not a law. You know what? We're not trying to make life, life miserable for people here. You don't want to wear the mask. Go to the go to the window outside. Go to the drive-through. Okay. No, no stores are saying we won't serve you. We'll bring your stuff out to the curb if you like. Exactly. But but please wear a mask when you're inside the building. Whatever your personal feelings are about it, you wear shoes and a shirt, don't you? Hmm. No shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. So look. You don't want to wear a mask? Fine. You don't want to get vaccinated? Fine. You do, like John just said, you do you, boo. But please, you walk into a store and you're harassing, and that's harassing people. Exactly. And he's going to get and he's going to get knocked on his ass, and there's going to be video to prove it so that when he goes crying to court, judge is going to say, oh, I see that you provoked this. Next. You hope. Yeah, oh, well, it depends on the depends on where this is. If you're down in Mississippi or somewhere else in Yeehaw land, uh, well, if you're not in Kenosha, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there you go. I don't even want to get started on that. Speaking yeah. of politicians, and nobody was, but I think, look, if you're not going to vote Ed in your next uh, in 2022, which everybody should all across this great land of ours, there's uh, at least for you folks in Georgia, we we got a candidate that we're backing here, here at Radio TFI, here at the Taxi Stand Hour, and we'd like you to take a listen to what he has to say. I think you'll find it. You, you'll be impressed. Hi, I'm Jerry, Jerry Mander, and I'm running for Congress in the great state of Georgia. I believe that school shootings are God's way of saying that learning is a sin. No, my kids will not be wearing a mask. I need to see the look on their face when I tell them their gay uncle is going to spend an eternity in hell. The Democrats want to shut down the economy and turn Santa into a Puerto Rican. I don't believe in taxes, unless they're for war, in which case I like to refer to them as Daddy's Little Missile Coupons. I represent what I like to call the real America. In the real America, when we roll up our sleeves, it ain't to fist someone. I believe in a woman's right to choose. Which Pioneer Woman cookbook I'm getting her for Christmas. That's right, I don't believe in abortion. I believe that life begins the moment a man says, I'm sorry, this usually never happens to me. Here's a little statistic that the fact surgeons on the loony left won't tell you. 100% of abortions could have been prevented if the fetus had a gun. Yep, call me old-fashioned, but I believe in three things. Freedom, liberty, and that November is truck month. The Democrats want to take your hard-earned money and use it to sew titties on your papaw. Well, not on my watch. I'm Jerry Mander, and I approve this message. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Jerry Mander, somebody we can all be proud of you know what the worst part about it is What's that? there's gonna be some people there are gonna be some people in in Georgia looking for him on the ballot well if you can't find Jerry Mander right in Ed <laughs> yeah, there will there will be people that well, who, well, who is this Derry Mander guy here? I, that sounded just like what I was looking for. I, I like, I like what he's got to say. 
Yeah, I don't really understand most of them big words he got, but I like what he's got to say. You got to purr him out too, and I think I I think I can I can get along with that if you know what yeah. I'm saying. Whitest teeth I ever came across. Mm -mm. Ooh. Oh, oh, we're gonna have to make a note about that one. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. That's the number. If you're listening live, otherwise you know how to get a hold of us via Facebook or shocking. 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 You've been, saying that, you've been saying that a lot today. John, that's two funnies in a year for you. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. Blind dog. Yeah. Broken <laughs> clocks right twice a year. Twice blind a day. Dog finds, twice a day. <laughs> Even a blind dog finds a bone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gave her a bone of his own. Easy now. There's no need to be quoting Andrew Dice Clay. Ah, you thought I didn't know the reference, did you? Now, <laughs> all right. The, 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 we we've got a couple more uh, miscellaneous items on the shelf. Uh, only one of them that I'm aware of that was actually uh, prepared to our executing standards. Approved, approved to the uh, to the Radio TFI video department here in the. That is uh, correct. That is correct. Though, by the way, the 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 uh, IT department, not the IT department, the AV department. department. The AV department uh, stays up very late, works very late into the night, Saturday into Sunday morning, to prepare audio and video that that meets to the exacting standards of you, our valued listeners. Every now and again, however, and this is what I I will attribute this morning's. <clears throat> Technical difficulties, too. Somebody snuck an unapproved, unedited, unpolished video onto the rack. We don't normally approve that kind of thing. It is sloppy. It will not look well. I have no idea what's in the message. And uh, there's only one thing to say about it. John, it's all your fault. It usually is. I will say this: If this is, if we're going to roll this right now, I will say this is more for vi uh, visual than it is for uh, audio purposes. And again, and again had, had it come through the AV department, it would have been just for just on that alone, because we do always remember our radio audience and our our podcast audience who cannot see these things. They need to be at least equally audio as much as you should be able to listen to these videos without actually seeing the content. But, oh, okay. but there are members of our staff who just constantly feel the need to flaunt the rules or flaunt the rules. That's what I do. And, uh, and they sneak these things in. Oh, sure. We could have deleted it off and it would have taken them three hours to figure out how to uh, reinstall it. But, so we're just going to sit back and you you can you can push the button on that last one John and we'll do the other one after it. I mean you can do the unprepared one. Well this is Tell from our about. friend this is our from our friend Don Winslow who brings up a very good point here uh about a few people that uh seem to be flying under the radar when it comes to uh getting subpoenaed. So here here is a, another Don Winslow production. We're coming for you, and we're going to have a good time doing it. 
Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. Is there any person here that actually thinks that Joe Biden won this election? The best is yet to come. On January 6th, did you speak with him before, during, or after the Capitol was attacked? Uh, I'd have to go. I, I, I just finished with our meetings here at the White House this afternoon. We had a great planning session for our January 6th objection. We aren't going to let this election be stolen. President Trump, is he's, he's a fighter. He, like so many of us, believe that this election was stolen and he wants to fight through it. And we'll, we'll wait and see what happens on January 6th. My conversations with the president are my conversations with the president. I waved to him, gave him the thumbs up, pumped my fist to him. I am senior advisor to President Donald J. Trump. Uh, Certification of those ballots is covered up by the machine. On January 6th, I was in charge of operations, plans, training, and strategy. Now more than ever, America needs four more years of a warrior in the White House. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. Now, I don't know how many of those voices, and you're muted there, Ed, uh, but I don't know how many of those voices you recognize. There are a few of them that are very unmistakable. The one thing that they all share in common, not a one of them has been subpoenaed. Not a single one of them. And then you got to ask why. Well, and, and there was part, part, you know, I understand the point of the video, and I get that. And as a video, it's very, it's very on the mark. But again, as for you folks just listening on the audio, it was the usual cast of characters who have not been subpoenaed. Uh, your Ted Cruz's, your Josh Howley's, anybody named Trump, General, uh, somebody, somebody Flynn. Flynn, not Michael Flynn, but somebody else that was there. You know, and the whole cast of characters has has not been subpoenaed yet. So that was the point of the video, and it's it's valid. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that, but it's just it's tough to uh, listen to. Yeah, if you're listening, you're right. I apologize for that, but I think it was still very important important to put up here on the feed. uh, Well, let's let. Let's let's clear clear off the shelf so that we can clean it for next week. And this is one John pushed hard for. Uh, it is Bill Nye, the science guy, with a special guest. Please consider the following. If you're like me, you want the U.S. to be a bit better. And for that, we have two bills, and I'm not either one of them. I mean, I'm a bill. I'm not an infrastructure bill. You've heard about that. The House of Representatives passed it recently. That's for our roads, our power lines, our water pipes to upgrade them and improvement so that we can have a better infrastructure. Next would be for addressing climate change, for providing people the means to weatherize their houses and make them more resilient to climate change and establish a civilian climate core. This would be something for people of all ages to get good union jobs here in the United States so that we can, working together, Build back better. You're using my lines here. I really am a believer in this. You know, I'm old enough 
to remember when the U.S. was the leader in innovation. That's what we're driving at, Bill. Driving! Yes, we love driving. Yes, we do. And uh, electric cars are the future. They're clean, they're efficient, they're quiet. We're going to build 500,000 charging stations. And we want to electrify our ground transportation so we don't have this carbon in the atmosphere. I say all the time, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 8, the progress of science and useful arts. It's in the Constitution. Come on, everybody, what's not to love? We're just trying to change the world here, people. We're going to change the world. Infrastructure is cool. Isn't that what we do nowadays? And there you have it. Bill Nye, the science guy. I was thinking about that number that uh, that they were saying about the charging stations, though. 500,000? That, yeah, what about it? That seems a little low to me. That is Does my it? biggest that that is my biggest fear, other than the, the cost of a vehicle of, uh, of the vehicle as far as going to switching to an electric uh, vehicle, at least for the line of work that I'm in. Uh, well, first off, by, by the time you're ready to do it, you'll be dead. Um, well, this is true. Or I'm or, <laughs> or old or too old to be able to try to drive, which I'm close to that, anyways. But uh, we the. The infrastructure needed, and let's not forget, yes, electricity at the end product is clean and efficient, but we still have to produce the electricity. And depending on where you live, now, if you live near uh, where there's a great deal of water falling at a fast speed, you have hydro. That's great. That's clean. It's natural. It's uh, Once you build the dam and all that, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, solar power, uh, wind power. We need to get on top of all of those things. I pers- I personally believe hydrogen is the way to go. Uh, and with electric, it takes even they'll get to a point where you'll be able to recharge in fifteen or twenty minutes. But that's still not like pulling into a gas station right now in five minutes, if maybe. You're in and out. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot still that needs to be. And let's, let's look at infrastructure for charging stations. Sure, sure, you can, uh, you can build these charging stations right on top of existing power lines, buried power lines, and, it, and it's right there. But let's take the situation here in New York City, which is going to be a nightmare. It's a nightmare now. This city allows you to store your car for free or maybe for a minimal fee, like the $65 parking ticket I get every week. Uh, as soon as you, they have, they, they, there's a couple of charging stations in this city. The city uh, blocks off, you know, uh, reserves two, the what amounts to two parking spots. So two cars can charge. You know how many cars get, are able to charge up in these spaces? None. Hmm. Because some, because nitwits with police parking passes and, you know, every other agency in the city will just pull in and park there. And that's that. And that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a problem here in New York where we just have to get rid of on-street parking. Uh, we have f- hmm. uh, avenues that are five and six lanes wide. You're lucky if you have two with through traffic between the bike lanes, which are fine, and double parking and triple parking and deliveries and all that. But where where are you going to put a charging station? 
in this city. You're not. It's just not. I mean, you'll have charging stations, but they're going to have to be not on the residential streets. We need to get rid of on-street parking is what we need to do. But uh, 500, keep in mind, John, you got plenty of places in this country that may only need two or three charging stations. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll have, I don't know how many gas stations a city like um, Minneapolis has, but, you know, you well, figure I that into Guarantee you that there's at least a thousand, maybe even more. Okay. So, so let's say. And you, I'm just uh, talking Minneapolis. I'm not talking about the entire state of Minnesota. Okay. So let, let let's say you put uh, 2,000 charging stations in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You've still mm-hmm. got a lot, you know, that 500,000 number. And that's not a concrete number. Yeah. I mean, again, don't, we need to find a cleaner way to produce, a better way to produce the electricity. Mm-hmm. And then also, there's, and again, I'm just looking at the problems we have here in New York City, just parking. And I'm not even talking about the nonsense I do every week where I just don't move the car, I eat the ticket. Now, what that does is, and I'm not the only person that does this. Now, the street sweepers can't come by on the, like, every other week that they actually do decide mm-hmm. to come by. On my particular street, it's not a big deal because it's there's very little parking. There's not much on my block. But you have streets in this city where, you know, nitwits with phony parking placards have parked. And these streets haven't been cleaned for, literally for years, mm-hmm. for years. Because there's a, uh, police precincts. Every police precinct, uh, they park on the sidewalk. They park wherever they want. They take all everything. They will close streets down and treat the streets and everything around them. They double park. I got blocked in once in a work truck. I had to walk into the precinct to ask them to, to move. Were you polite? As polite as I could be. <laughs> but, yeah. Look, I don't get me wrong. I, I think it's a it's a wonderful idea as far as our climate goes. We need to do something, but I'm I'm worried about the whole idea of exclusivity when it comes to this type of energy. Uh, I don't think the people. I I uh, I don't think that my line of work. I'd be willing to try it. Somebody wants to invest. Uh, uh, invest uh, for me, uh, you know, the $60,000 it's going to take to buy an electric vehicle that'll be suitable, suitable for the line of work I do, plus whatever it is to retrofit my uh, my parking area so I can charge my vehicle uh, overnight. Hey, I'm willing to take the plunge and take an experiment. Unfortunately, the other thing we have to realize is cost. cost well, as far as, now, as, far as charging your vehicle, as far as charging your vehicle, you can do that off your home AC, your home power. You can charge your vehicle from your home power. Right, but you still need a special – you still need special wiring in order to do it. You can't just take a standard uh, uh, no. a standard plug and plug you in. Buy the car, you buy the car. It comes with whatever charging cable you need. Yeah. You plug that in, and then you plug your car in. And you're saying that I can just plug the other end into my typical wall socket? That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't think so, but then again, I've never I really do. looked. Do I do, because that's the only way this is going to work. You tell people, oh, you buy the car. Oh, now you have to have infrastructure. You have to change for those that own a home. 
Now, if you live in an apartment building, you know, yeah, you, well, you'll be able to just plug it in. That's not a that's not a uh, an issue that's really all that bad up here, at least in Minnesota, because well, they don't have them anymore. But back in the day, uh, when we had uh, 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 the kind of vehicles that uh, were relied on uh, a heater, a block heater, you'd actually right. literally plug it in, and right. um, so we had that here for. They don't have them anymore because cars don't need them anymore, but. Uh, Back in the day, yeah, you could plug your car in to make to make sure the the engine block was uh, nice and nice and toasty warm. That's right. So, uh, but so it could be done even in an apartment setting. But uh, yes, I'm saying, but you don't need a special hookup. Yeah. You need you need the one end of it to go into the car, and that's you know whatever it is. But the mm -hmm. other end will just plug right into your your household electric hmm. system. And uh, you will not have one of these vehicles. No, seriously. Because uh, that I, I, honestly, I, by the time they're, I just don't think you'll have one. By the time they're mainstreamed, I'll be in, if at very best, a retirement home. If you're really lucky. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like I said, the offer's still there. If somebody, if somebody cares to uh, make that investment, I know a couple of people that have invested in a couple of my ventures uh, in the past. Uh, that uh, uh, knock knock, you know, hey, if you're, uh, I'd, I'd love to be able to uh, conduct an experiment to see if it works. You know, can I have a range of anywhere between two hundred to three hundred miles on a full charge? Well, see, now that's the thing. And also what has to happen is these cars need to be double shifted. Well, not, what do you mean? Any cab company is, well, is going to want a car that's, that can be double shifted. Not the, not a day not, driver not, and a night driver. Not, not in my neighbor, not these, not, uh, not up in my neighborhood. I don't know if it, I, what's going on in New York or other places, but. Every, yeah, double-shifted cars. That's how you make money off them. There's no such thing as a double-shift. Most everybody right now are owner-operators in my neck of the woods. All right, well, and nobody has a relief driver? Mm -mm. Very few. Okay, but some do. Some, very few. Okay, so there are some people that will want a vehicle that will be able to be double-shifted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the other question is how long, you know, how long is it going to take you to charge up a car Thank you. To you know, you're going to have to have that car down. I guess for a minimal of a half an hour if you're going to. Thank double you. Shift it. That's what I'm going for, and mm -hmm. that's on each end. Exactly. Exactly. That's on each end. So. You're absolutely right. I know I am. Uh, excuse me. Look at that. I just about made it to the end of the show before I yawned. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bore you to death here. I know you don't mean to, but it happens nonetheless. Yeah, it is just in it. time, just yeah. in time as we tick tock, tick tock our way. Tick tock like a clock. <laughs> That's it for this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in and checking us out. For that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I keep the money. See ya! I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much. 